Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, it's pretty straightforward. 4.1 is out. First impressions on 4.1. What else do I really need to say? Anyway, let's just get right into it. I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pogromer. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. you my boy, Blue. How you doing? Pretty good. Tired, but pretty good. Tired? What you what you tired for? Were you were you up you up through the the crack of dawn get that new house in? I didn't. <laughs> I did. You left it to somebody else. <laughs> but well, the point like the thing was is I got on which I didn't. I had to wait like four hundred and something in a queue, which was about five okay. minutes. All right, that sounds so about by right. So by that time, by that time, I would have not been able to get a house, but luckily he got in, and he got it. So we got our large plot. We got the plot. The plot. The plot. As did as did ours. We uh, we got our, our our plot thirty relocation, and somebody grabbed mm-hmm. up our old spot in less than a minute back in the mists. Now that being said, we will talk a little bit about housing. That'll be the first topic we tackle. But uh, four point one is out, Sly, and mm-hmm. I, I. So you may not have been in right away, but you've been on. You've been playing it since the patch went live at six a.m. your time, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, hopefully you're ready to share some some first impressions of some stuff. Spoiler free this week. Just remember that. I know. How yeah. how long are we gonna give it? Are we gonna give it two weeks? Or are we no, we're gonna have it? we're gonna do it next week. Thank God. Yeah, I, I know. When we give it, I hate it when we wait like two weeks. I'm like, bro. So, don't worry. So does Athos. Yeah. So does Athos. So uh, let's start just going down the list of 4.1 content. I, luckily, Square Enix actually sent me an email today, letting me know about all the new 4.1 content. Why I should be subscribed to the game. You, you want me? Right. Do you want me to go over the email real quick so yeah, we can run, use that as a baseline? Run down the email. All right, they even sent it to me twice. I don't know why. So it says, uh, "The legend returns. Return to Ivalice. Uh, experience the hotly anticipated first chapter of the new 24-player alliance raid series and visit the ruins of the city of Rabinaster. Also, new battles, quests, housing, and so much more. Click for details." I like that they want new battles and housing in the same sentence. Oh yeah, I think new battles and housing yeah. is the same sentence because the, the that battle, was the, the battle of Shirogane. Yeah, that was actually what the new battles were. We're yeah. trying to get a house here in patch four point one. Now uh, yep. I didn't buy a house, a personal house. I don't own one uh, because I don't care. I want people who want personal houses to get them over me because I would never mm-hmm. use it. As we both said, our free companies both relocated to a new house. We already had houses, and we just relocated it. Um, but that being said, housing, I want to hit that first because it's the hottest topic for patch 4.1 this week, because to no one's surprise, it was a shit show. So Sly, I want you to recall for me real quick. What were the shout chats like on behemoth this morning early on for you? Well, after we got our house, looking for plot, looking for plot, looking to sell plot, looking for Shiragani housing, looking for Shiragani housing. Why can't I find a goddamn house? Um, there was another really good one. Where was the, this is bullshit Square Enix fix your housing system? There was, you fuckers took my house. All right. That, that was a good one. All um, right. Yeah, I didn't see any of those. Yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's all I saw over on Gilgamesh was uh, 
fix your fucking housing, Square Enix. That's that's all I saw. And I think we could probably talk about that a little bit. So Yeah, we could. Housing, every time it comes out, pretty much goes exactly the same way. The houses are gone in 10, 15 minutes. Some of the smaller servers takes a little while longer, especially when people are trying to locate the old houses that people moved to Shirogane. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to I wanna ask you one very simple question that's on everyone's mind. Do you think they can and will improve the housing system? Because this is now the third or fourth time where it's been a, a, a rush for new housing, and it's pretty much gone exactly the same way. I think they can fix it. Now, as far as if and when, um, that's to be determined. Uh, that all depends on, I think, uh, a few things. One... Um, Don't say it. Don't say server space. Don't say it. Good. Server space. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I yeah. knew it was coming. Yeah, it depends on server space, and that kind of gets worked out in every new expansion. So they'll fix this in 5.0 if you're <laughs> if you can wait that long. Um, what we were talking about in pre-show before actual pre-show. It's not a solution, and it's not anything that people are going to settle for because people want actually want a goddamn house, but apartments. Again, oh, not yeah. a solution, not a fucking solution because you know people are greedy bastards. I, we raise money, we raise funds for a house, so we expect a goddamn house. I get it. We can do apartments. <laughs> That's actually not my solution. That is the, and. To everybody, to everybody watching, that wasn't my solution. That was his. No, solution. I said if we're gonna have less housing, can we get apartments of different, at least multiple sizes that have indoor gardening? Like that's that's mine. It's still not a solution, right? That is that is still ultimately my only thing that I feel like within reason they could do without giving us like some sort of server space because we have i think now it's thirty six thousand apartments per server mm-hmm. if you go through all the wards and or and all the apartment complexes i think it's thirty six thousand apartments but they don't have all the functionality that housing does and they're all very very small and also if you have a free company house you can just get a private room instead of an apartment or have both if you want it because who gives a shit yeah right yeah and that's also only a solution for individuals and not for free companies Imagine your free company holding up in a fucking apartment. <laughs> You're like crammed in. Hey guys, real great, real great apartment we got here. And and see that's the beauty of housing. That's you know being able to being able to have your own strip. How you doing? Um, being able to do unique stuff. Being able to him it out not only on the interior but the exterior as well. That's the beauty. That's what people draws people to wanting a house and if there's not the server space intact for that then you know it will get pissy we are now i think it's reasonable that people are pissed though like i don't i i don't no, consider no, no. it, it in, is yeah it is yeah, you're right i think it's i don't think there's any sort of self-entitlement necessarily i think it mm-hmm. can and should be improved and i think while we get more houses we get more houses all the time like i'd say mm-hmm. it's reasonable like once a year like a bunch of houses open up plus eventually some open up plus we got apartments and whatnot 
it just doesn't meet the fact that you're that when your game keeps increasing its concurrent subscriber count like 14 has it's at its current highest concurrent subscriber count according to square enix themselves and some other mm-hmm. data it doesn't it's not enough when you just throw hey here's 700 more houses good luck and you could still buy them on different characters which i think that's another thing you really should make personal houses account bound not yeah. individual bound so do you think uh when they take new housing into consideration like making new wards making new plots do they actually that they actually look at the their own census data to kind of determine what needs to what needs to be in place i think they look at what they can reasonably add given the time frame from when they make the decision to when it actually goes live and and that's the problem yeah that's the problem i don't think their overall player base is what they're looking at because you generally don't overstock based on your player base you need to try to meet the demands of your player base but you don't overstock server space and that's probably where that's why they do it gradually because they want to say oh there's huge rush for housing but then Mm -hmm. what if all these people don't have their houses in 45 days and then it's new like they look at they think it like that as opposed to hey let's make sure there's enough for everyone which reasonably you you can only do if you have instance housing for every individual person like a game like wildstar has right for example right but i think this is a case where like um the old adage have it and not need it comes into play like having enough of something and not needing it rather than you know they went to the nintendo having... school on this one yeah <laughs> Definitely. They went to the yeah, Nintendo is... school of SNES and NES classics on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I feel like there's there's some very very obvious steps that they need to take now more than ever for housing mm-hmm. because clearly the demand is so high that this keeps happening. And I'd like to remind everyone: if you see someone buying a house and then selling it, report them because it has been confirmed reportable. People have had things relinquished and people have gotten in trouble for it. So remember that if you see someone flipping a house and it aggravates you because it could have been yours. I would I would right. encourage that. Uh, so, so another question, the real question, honestly, when do you think this gets fixed? And what I mean by fixed is when are they adding more plots? Or are they adding more plots? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Nah. (laughs) I would like to believe they are, but I'd like to believe that every time new housing comes out. You know what? They do add new plots. They do add new wards and subdivisions and shit. Mm -hmm. It's just never enough. (laughs) And by the time it is enough, will it be too late? It will. I I, I concur. it's, it's It's a vicious cycle. We get new plots. Those get bought out. People get pissed. People ask for more plots. It's a vicious cycle. It's going to keep happening until we actually come, until Square Enix actually decides to do the right thing and overstock on housing. It's not even, they don't even have to overstock. They just need to stock more than they do. Like I said, don't go to the Nintendo school of supply and demand on this one. Right. Go to just make, make your own school at this point. And for the love of God, account bound, account bound plots. Not character-bound plots. I think fix do that before anything else, and we could start talking. I'd say, and don't refund the people who have it. I'm saying it now. All right, I'm calling shade. I'm throwing shade at them. All right, I'm throwing shade. Right. I don't even want a house. I'm still gonna throw shade. 
as far as I'm concerned. That's fine. That's fine. All right, so housing, we've got that. There's not much to really yeah. say. Housing is still you buy a house, you uh, you build stuff in the house, you have storage for the houses now, and congratulations. There's a new jump puzzle in the Shirogane housing area, though. Sly, I know you're a big fan of those. Have you done it yet? One, I didn't even know about it. Two, I don't give a fuck. There's new jump puzzles in Rolgar's Race of Kugane, too. That lamppost, though. Yeah, that lamppost. I just I just go, like, teleport into Kugane, run around and see the lamppost, see the, see the, um... All those people. All those people. The true content, really. And I just stare at it for a second, too. I'm like, I look at that, I look up, look at that. And you realize what would it what it would take to get land on that lamppost, and you realize, mm -hmm. nope, nope. Developer, <laughs> first of all, first of all, that first step to get to to even make the attempt to get to that lamppost, I'm not even doing that. I don't give a shit about that. You've done it. Congratulations, everybody's done. Kugane EX. I'm not doing that. This dude. is Kugane Savage, dude. For anyone who doesn't know, the lamppost in Kugane has a new um, what's it called? Uh, What's the word? The sightseeing log. Sightseeing log. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got it's got a new sightseeing log point in it. The way to get onto the lamppost, you have to climb the hostelry and then jump off and land on the on the on the out on the uh, the lamppost. It's a vista. That's the word I was looking for. Vista. That's how you do it. So I hope you got real good at the Kugane jump puzzle the first time. I was nope. joking when I said we need to go back up there, and they listened. <laughs> N O P E, nope. Yo, nope. let's let do good news though. Ethis can never quiz us on that sightseeing log because <laughs> he'll never know what he'll it says. He'll never do it. He'll <laughs> never do it. Oh no, I won't say that he'll never do it. No, he'll never do it. Don't get, don't encourage him. Shit, you encourage this? I didn't encourage climbing the hostelry again. I was joking. I said we would need to go up there to queue in the ultimate. And you know what? In a way, you did ultimate vista, the ultimate vista. That's it. No, no more jump puzzles, please, please. I'm I'm among the demographic that says I didn't want this shit to begin with, and people are like, "Yeah, we love jump puzzles," and in the fucking Q and A's, yeah, we love jump puzzles. I love. Can jump we get puzzles. more? They're fun. The hostelry was fun once. Didn't need one more jump added on the end, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I'll do it. I'll do it. I will land on that lamppost, Sly. By next show, I'll land it on that lamppost. Good for you. I'm an expert. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. So let's, uh, next, next thing on the 4.1 list. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't actually done the main scenario quests yet, which means I haven't done Scala. But Sly, you've done Scala. You're smiling about that. It's fun as fuck. How could it slide to dungeon? It's a dungeon. Yes, it's a dungeon. But in comparison to, you know, other patches, especially, you know, beginning patches in the beginning phases, um, it's a pretty fun fucking dungeon. It, it, there, there are a few gimmicks that you see that, like, not only in fights, but outside of fights that are oddly ref refreshing. And when I go back and think about this, this dungeon, I just think of the little things. It's all the little things that add up and make it a really, really fun dungeon. 
And it's not it's not one of those it's not like Zephatol. It I love like, Zephatol. wasn't fun, in my opinion. I mean, it was a dungeon. It's like you you said it was a dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this discussion. It, yeah. Yeah, it's a dungeon and it was and it was kind of time consuming. This, you know, it's you know, it's a quick dungeon, but fun. I'd actually prefer to get this in a roulette. I can only get this in a roulette. I was gonna laugh and I still had whiskey in my mouth. <laughs> um I don't know, dude. For me it's still dungeon. It's still like my last priority on anything. I'm hoping mm -hmm. I like it when I get to it. Are there any lore interactables in there? No. Fucking Christ. Alright, now I'm even less excited. There there's a there's a lot of implied lore too. I mean it's part of the scenario quest, so there's gotta be some implied lore. Yeah. In terms of um Theodric. Theodred? Well, Theodred is... Yeah, never mind. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, so you promised me it's good. I haven't done... I've, I've heard people praising the main scenario quests themselves, which we won't talk about here. About that. Okay. There's a section of the main scenario, I won't speak on which section, but you can probably get it from the context of what I'm saying. It felt a little... Where, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> you know what? I even think I could guess what you're talking about without having done it. I'm not going to because I don't want to get it right because then you'd have to acknowledge it and then it would be a spoiler. Yeah, but that's a that's a funny way to describe. It. <laughs> I like that. It's everything else. Before that and after that was fine, until I got to that point. And like in the beginning, I'm like, okay, you know, this is fine. Learning a little bit. I'm like, and after a while, after about twenty minutes, it's like, okay, when can I get off this ride? <laughs> I like that. That's really well put. Yeah. I now when I'm doing it, I'm gonna remember that. And when I get there, I'll be like, I know it. I guessed that. Or I'm gonna be wrong and be like, but I know that's what he's talking about. Okay, so we can't talk about the main scenario quest. We'll have Ethos on next week for spoiler cast. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that then. The same goes for the 24-man raid in terms of the story being told, the royal city of Rabinaster being the new 24-man raid. Um, mm -hmm. Easily in terms of overall aesthetic and nostalgia and, and boss design. and For me, it was, a, it was an easy favorite of the 24-mans we've had. Definitely. Um, even just removing the actual story around it. If I'm just looking mm -hmm. at the raid itself, I enjoyed it a lot. But there, there were some points that we'll, I'll hit on in a little bit that I felt were a little disappointing. Um, so, first of all, Sly, let's go boss to boss and share our experiences with the royal city of Rabinaster, shall we? So, the first boss, Mateus, should be quite a familiar esper to anyone who's played the Tactics or Final Fantasy twelve titles. Uh, mm -hmm. That was my favorite. Over bosses number two and four. That was that was that one was my favorite. Was Mateus. Mm, that's a good starter. It's one of the better. It reminds me of when we first fought Scylla back in the uh, the Circus Tower. Like yeah. that was. I was like, this is the best first boss that it's that's ever been. And a lot of the mechanics are similar, so maybe that's why I feel that way. There's a lot of like freezing mechanics, and and uh, 
I love those when I see people be like, oh, that guy's so fucked, he can't do anything. Every time. Mm-hmm. So what was your first experience like uh, with Mateus? Um, what point did we wipe? We wiped at, well, I think we wiped at, um, we wiped ice. I think we did wipe first time because we were just so scattered. And then people suffocated. That was funny. I didn't. I that didn't understand was... it at first. I was just like, stop, stop. It's a, I was because I was like, dude, I'm gonna hold my breath till we kill these till we kill these frogs, and then yeah. I can let go. And then I was like, it's still going up. Shit. Shit. Yeah. And yeah, now I look at the debuff like ten stacks. Ten stacks is a KO, and I'm already at like seven. I'm like, okay, what the fuck do I do? What the fuck do I do next time? Go into a fucking bubble. Um, I kind of got trolled by one. One of the bubbles disappeared before I like right before I got to it, and I fucking got ten stacks. That dragoon uh, yeah, life, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We all expected it, Sly. For yeah, me, Mateus, um, I actually thought the first time I did the sw- I call it the swirly, which yeah. is the ice at the beginning. I thought we weren't allowed to touch the ice, period. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, if you want to get around, do these mechanics. You got to run all around. And then I realized I had no fucking no. impact. It's just run through balls and kill balls and kill Blizzard 3s and you're Gucci. But I loved it. I thought that that was the best first fight we've had in a long time. As much as I loved Death Gaze and Dunscathe for what he did to people, <laughs> this one was a lot more fun for me. And Didn't then, get to the next one. I, even the trash between them, I was in love with because I saw the red Chocobo come out. And cast Chocobo <laughs> Meteor, and I'm like, I saw yes. it. It's like Black Chocobos. Black Chocobos, like, there's got to be a red Chocobo. There's got to be a red Chocobo. The we saw them in the opening scene, though. Yeah, we but I didn't. Them. I was. I was what I was saying. Like, I there has to be a, a red chocobo here somewhere. It has mm-hmm. to be. And then choco meteor. It was beautiful, yep. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And just nonstop chocobo ads. I was like, this is better trash than most shit that they make us do. I'm down for this. All right. Better than Proto Ultima. <laughs> Dude, Proto Ultima is gonna replace them in 4.15. Didn't you know? <laughs> you're just gonna swoop down and you're gonna fight them instead of the chocobos. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't listen to him, Square Enix. If you're watching. Please don't. Yeah, do it before the first boss, because there's no trash before the first boss. So you're not even replacing anything. Fuck it. Um, and then you get to the second boss. Hashmal. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, easier mechanics than Mateus, but way more lethal. <laughs> it's a fuck show. It was a complete fuck show. So you Wait understand a that a fuck show is very different from the way that you use it in a sentence, right? No, no, no. It was an actual fuck show. We made it a fuck I'm trying to look for props. For props? props? What do you need yes. props for? Well, no. Okay. Logic. Pillar logic. Say my arms are pillars. Okay. If they're going the same way, they should not clip through each other. Like I tried the logic that shit so the first you, time. I know you. I tried the logic that shit the first time. I'm like, okay, they're not coming near me. I'm on the other side. You know, I'm fine, right? No. They go through. Fine, each other. I don't know why you would assume that they're smart enough to hit each other and then fall in like a Y shape. I don't know why you would think that that there's, these pillars are smart enough to do that. Right. But that that was just one right. Otherwise, it was a fun fight. It was. Um, it, like you said, there's a lot of damage, <laughs> a lot of fucking damage from every everywhere. 
So for me, I had a really I had no problem understanding how the pillars work. I would stand next to the pillar though, and the hitbox for the fall is off to the side a little bit. So I, I literally I ran. I kind of figured that. I, I ran all that. the way around and then stood on the opposite side of it in melee range of the boss, and it fucking crushed me. And I was like, "What ninety nine thousand? Right? Yeah. Ninety nine thousand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah." I literally went so far out of my way to avoid. I was like, I could have just ran through, but I'll go the safe way. I'll go all the way and kill myself like this instead. It was brutal. And to top it all off, there was one, only one other mechanic I actually felt I heavily underestimated. And it was the hammers. The hammers are the ones that are proximity AoEs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like halfway across the arena. I'll... Actually, no. Um, those hammers, those hammers, I think, were a little light in comparison to the ones that actually drop ads. Those hurt a lot more than just the standard when there were three of them at once and i was halfway Mm. across the arena and i went from full to zero i was like all right i'm gonna run as far as fucking possible from this right now because uh Mm -hmm. it doesn't like me it doesn't like me at all man i had some i had some pillar troubles going through that fight and it was it was the one we we wiped on it only once i think oh and the dive bomb where one of his sides is an arm, like his arm yeah, is on fire. A, I was like, pugs are never gonna fucking know. I gotta go healer every time I do this. There's no fucking way. <laughs> At least by the uh, second white, people kind of figured that out. Blame hand bad. Get on good side. Yeah. Some people figured. <laughs> no, we all did. Not everyone figures it out. Yeah. I mean, what is it like? Mainly, it's just a really, really it's bad bleed. flesh wound. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's a, it's a flesh wound that um, I forget what it takes for. I think it's more than 15. I want to be hit for. Yeah, it's at least 15k. I think let's take. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah. I'm light speeding the shit out of that when I get Astro at 70. That's gonna be a bad news bears. Um, Hashmall was a lot of fun. He was the highlight of the raid for me. Yeah. And the third boss, I'm not gonna bother naming the bosses at this point because we already knew about Hashmall and Mateus. People were speculating over who the third boss was, and the fourth boss is absolute spoiler territory. So I can only we can only speak about mechanics for him. Um, mm-hmm. the th- I'll say my biggest disappointment here was the run from bosses two to three. They split you up and that make you fun. run. Slight nothing happens the whole time. They split your parties was... up for no reason. I was like, make make us kill some shit as a group of eight or something. I don't know. Tell me about one alliance, though. Like, the first two alliances, our alliance, and then I think Alliance B got right there. And we're waiting for about a good four minutes on, on, like, the other alliance to get to theirs. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Can you actually get lost in here? Did they get lost? No, so one of the paths is longer. Because we wondered, we were like, where the fuck is, hello? Yeah, it's it's a path, because we were on the far left. I think, yeah, we, um... B was the middle, and then they're over there on that, like, far, far right path, and we were waiting on them. Like, I was just minutes. like, oh, wow, this is beautiful, and it's great, and I love water parks, but could we have done something along the way? Like, I just, I felt like it was so much space that was used for nothing other than immersion. Swimming. 
Well, oh yeah, we're gonna fight proto, a proto Ultima on each of the platforms there later. That would uh, I agree with you. That would have been a good uh, use of splitting the alliance. Putting like, proto Ultima. To... Well, no, not proto Ultima. <laughs> like hold your horses there, but you know at least making making you fight um like different ads like the uh, Atomos from Crystal Tower. Um, that would have been great for the waterway. The patch notes even said you'll get the same. You'll get loot regardless of which route you take. It doesn't matter. There's no loot on any of the routes. Why would you bother explaining that? <laughs> the patch notes legit say you'll get loot. You'll get a. You'll each get a loot chest regardless of which route you take. But there's no loot on the routes. So why did you yeah. explain that? I don't. Unless unless we missed something, I don't know. I don't think we did. No, we didn't. One of the routes just has more lore, and you got a fingers crossed that you get there. Ethos has to do it again till he gets, <laughs> till he actually gets the lore interactables. Yeah, I just wish they would they would have done like you could have stuck Firemane in there as trash. You could have stuck any sort of ads. It does, obviously the trash is easy in the twenty four mans, but you could have done something with it. And in in terms of um, Rabinaster in its entirety, they. Not not really a lot of ads. I mean, yeah, you see the uh, Chocobo ads in, in between um, 1 and 2, but really, that they went light and, on and ads. And some more this. ads between 3 and 4. Yeah, but that's it. You, it's not I like, mean, t it's, uh, 2 and 3, my bad. It's not like, you know, Dunsuke. It's not like um, Weeping City or anything like that, where it's just littered with ads. Um, still didn't take away from the overall experience in my opinion. It was a good experience. It was just like I wished all that space wasn't just running from point A to B. Personally, that's that's how I feel about it. I wasn't happy with all that empty space as as awesome as it was to look at and run through. Yeah, I was about to say it's they they just wanted you to like marvel at the immersion. And, and don't get me wrong, Rabbit Aster was fucking beautiful. Like even yeah, from was... the get-go. Like from the get-go like outside where uh, Mateus was, like, it's beautiful. And then you get in and you go through the waterways and waterways are just wide and expansive. And, you know, like, overall, it was a pretty dungeon to look at, a pretty uh, 24 men to look at. And then you move to the third boss, who's, in my opinion, the easiest. I, w I thought yes. the fourth boss was close to the easiest, but he's got one thing about him that can really bone you if you don't understand it. Boss number three... I've learned that Square Enix is capable of something I didn't think they were capable of on boss 3. They've learned how to make AoEs that don't kill you until the boss actually touches you. Yes. The boss does a figure 8, and it's mm. actually, and even though if you're in the figure 8 when it finishes casting, if he doesn't actually physically make contact with you, you don't take damage. You don't get, you don't get punished. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can you just do that for... Every every AOE? every AOE in the game, please. As opposed to it being like any other way. <laughs> kind of was... like a kind of like a fading tracker AOE, where like if it's like a straight line AOE, depending on where you're positioned and mm -hmm. how the AOE. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean to be fair, some AOEs doesn't make sense if it hits the entire area at once. Obviously, you can't apply that. But I just mm -hmm. I look at that. And I'm like, it's so it's. They've proven they can do this. We have the technology. Now do it for like dive bombs or some shit. Where like you're like in the dive bomb, but it's like all the way across the arena, but you still get hit and, by it. Yeah. Yeah, because it all resolves at once. It just doesn't damage you till it hits. It's just like please. Maybe they've done that for ultimate. Maybe. Maybe ultimate's maybe. smarter. 
I doubt that because it would make it easier, and that's not the aim of ultimate. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's for the the third boss. Third boss, there's not too much really to say. It's it's a pretty well done fight. It's got some good references back to tactics, but it's in it's in no way really special. Right. Um, compared to bosses one, two, and four. Boss uh, number four, man. No, what were you gonna say about yeah. three? Yeah, it's it's just drawn out in terms of he's got a you know, lot being, of health. Yeah, an HP sponge. Yeah. Boss number four, though, without saying his name, pretty mm. damn solid final boss. Mm. One so one of the big things about the final boss is a mechanic, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the truth or the lies of the gods. And basically, he'll tell you to do something. If you get one mask to appear on your screen, then it means you have to do what the command tells you to do. If you get told that it's lies by the boss, there's audio cues, there's text cues, and the boss has a as a debuff, and I think the debuff you get is actually a different color depending on which one. There's like four different ways to tell if it's a lie. Right. Um, then you have to do the opposite of whatever it tells you to do. So like one of them is stand, uh, make sure you don't stop moving. And then if it's, you're being told that he's lying, then just stand perfectly still. And the other one is um, looking at the boss or looking away from the boss. Right. That's going to be the only thing I'm worried about for pugs is whether it's even though it's it's they give you so many ways to tell. I don't expect people to to actually pay attention in Duty Finder, so mm-hmm. that's my only concern is the truth and the lies. But it is, um, it's overall a very interesting fight. It's just not as difficult as bosses one and two. Right. I would say it's on par with three in terms of difficulty. I'd say it's a little it's... harder. I'd say it doesn't. The, the mechanics don't read immediately. Like you can't figure yeah. them out immediately. Oh, and the cursor. Yeah, about that. Yeah, you, the thing is, like with the cursor, it's, it's a, it's kind of. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't classify it as a hysteria because it's not moving you by itself. You actually move, but basically, I figured out. You can kind of figure it out really quickly that once you move, the cursor is spinning. When you start moving, you'll start moving in the direction the cursor is. So you can like move like a quick second and then the cursor will move maybe like you can stutter step to get it to go exactly which way you want it to yeah yeah that was great i loved that that in particular i I I loved about that fight i loved it oh man um i i I don't know i thought the fourth boss was overall the best balance of fun and interesting without Mm -hmm. being overly because 24 mans we don't we know we don't really expect much out of the difficulty of bosses i feel like it was a good balance of kind of every element without going too far because you could fuck up and not really just immediately wipe that fight but on like on mateus and hashmal if you start people start fucking up it snowballs out of control really fast yep especially because there's so many dps checks and we all know how that can go in 24 mans especially when you don't have an alliance I I used the crossover party finder alliance and we it was that was the easiest way. No, to get I'm it saying done. when they when you have an alliance that's completely dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like you didn't mean duty finder. You meant like they're dead. Yeah. Okay. They're dead. They're yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, I thought that. By the way, I did use the crossover party finder to set up like everyone in my stream. I was like, hey, anyone in my stream, if you want to join for Rabinaster, passwords one two two seven. Let's go. And took us like thirty seconds of fill, and it was. First time, wiped on a few bosses the first time, and then beat them the second time. It was, it works stunningly well. I was so happy with the cross-server party finder for alliances. I don't, I don't see it being a hit. I see this being a kind of 
two week use after that i think every week people are gonna especially on tuesdays and wednesdays people are gonna try to party finder it but they're gonna do stupid things like i the mobile 330 minimums <laughs> Must have a yes. minimum I-330 for the raid that drops item level 330 stuff. Yeah, my only concern is that with um, with new 24 mans like this, you're going to get a a few weeks of use out of it, and then people aren't going to really do it, and then you're going to have to rely on this, and it it's going to be difficult because hardly anyone wants to do it. That so being I, said, you think that, but I have another thing for you, Sly. The Alliance okay. Raid Roulette. Sly, it's incredible. It's in fucking incredible. The Alliance Raid Roulette might be the best roulette in the game in terms of like fun factor. Mm -hmm. It is so much experience. They're like, if you're gonna deal with twenty three ads, we're making it worth your goddamn time. Because so at level sixty nine, giggity, it's about four million exp for a daily roulette. For the old raids that you haven't done in years, or almost like it, it almost feels like new content because you've avoided it for years. <laughs> Except for like Dunscape, which you have more recent memories of. Yeah. It's, it's like, I wish they hadn't taken so long because it's exactly what I wanted out of a 24 man for the, for the, for the raid roulettes. Mm -hmm. It's incredible to have roulettes like that. And I'm so pleased with what they've done. Is now you have a leveling roulette? You have main scenario roulette? You have, there's so many, there's runs for everything, Sly. Leveling's so much, I don't have to fucking dungeon spam. I feel like I could actually do shit now without driving myself crazy. Dungeon spam wasn't really driving crazy. It was, on my 10th job it was. I mean, I could see if you were just doing fucking POTD. Yeah, that. Well, you do POTD for like the first 60 levels and then you have the next 10 levels is like dungeons it's just dungeons and I don't mind when the dungeons are actually pretty good but they're not as fun they're still dungeons and let's be honest Siren Song C fucking sucks <laughs> it's not as bad as Dusk Vigil but it still sucks comparatively I don't not have nearly as much fun there and then Bardem's gets tedious after a while you're like, oh, great, the second boss. Let me just turn on auto-walk so I can make this a challenge. You can never stop walking. You have to be moving at all times. And you've turned it on auto-walk. You've actually done that? Yeah, you do, what you do is you do auto-walk the whole fight, and you turn on RP-walk. So you can't stop walking, and you can only walk at the slowest speed possible. Otherwise, I hate that I can't stand Bardem's. For the second boss alone. It's torture. And first person. <laughs> yeah, I can't go all the way. Oh my god, I love it. That's yeah, how that you make it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you gotta do it like nine times in a row to get all your levels and shit. Alright, so ultimately, 24 man's huge success for 4.1. Yeah. Rabinaster is great. The raid roulette is great. And I plan on doing both of them. Without mentioning names, okay, I what we saw at the very end, yeah, was kind of mad that they weren't in the dungeon itself. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, okay. I won't say anymore. I know, I know what you're yeah. talking about. 
I know what you're talking about. That actually could apply to quite a few things in there, but uh, one thing in particular. I know I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But, uh, again, how did you feel about um, them kind of meshing 12 and tech? Um, well, we kind of know that this is just 14's version of Ivalice. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily, like, an actual, like, combination of the histories and lores. Uh, that being said, it's something that... Uh, it, it feels quite smooth. It doesn't okay. feel that forced, which is good, because a lot of times Final Fantasy... It's kind of reminds me Crystal Tower didn't feel as forced either. It felt like they did Crystal Tower well. They're doing this one well, too. I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, it's it's Matsuno. He's, he's got this. I believe in that man. And uh, he hasn't let me down yet. So, it's a good mix of tactics, 12, all the kind, all kinds of stuff. Oh, and by the way, guys, when you do get to enter the Prima Vista, look around. There's some fun little, uh, there's some fun little uh, sculptures and toys in there that you might find familiar. It's just fun to look around inside the Prima Vista. Trust me on that one. Okay. So, 24 men, we got through. The dungeon, we got through. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just uh, flip the switch and go right into good old Shinryu? Comedy. Oh, there's no. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I was. I mean, I just laughed, but that's not what I meant. Shut up. I was. Yeah. You so you you have gotten your clear. Yeah, it took a little longer than I wanted it to, but I did clear it. Yeah, I think we did two lockouts in two different parties. Um. I call it comedy. You know it's comedy when you get into a dungeon or a, well, a raid for the first time and the first 30 seconds in you wipe. That's comedy. That's fun. Yeah. They uh they did a they did a really good job. So I'm going to just ask you straight up cuz this is the only thing that people have been asking me. It's the only thing that's been on my mind. Thordin or Shinryu? Shinryu. I go Thordin. Having done having done the whole fight, I had I was a lot more intrigued with Thordin. That being said, they handled DPS checks a lot better in Shinryu than they did Thornton, because Thornton, mm -hmm. I skipped an entire phase. Like, I've never done the last set where you have to kill the ad in the middle of the room with all the AOE. I've never had to do that. I've always skipped mm -hmm. it. I had to literally reach out to a random person who I now know, it's Rinchan. I didn't know him back then. And I said, dude, you're the, I don't have, I can't get any fucking footage of that last phase. I see that you have some footage on your Twitch. Can I get that? It's like, Sure. It was a pug. We wiped in everything. I was like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I was I was like, that's exactly what I need. I like but Shinryu, I got to see everything. And I was I was pleased with the way it was. There's no skip sore, but there was there is a mechanic you get yeah, actually, that's not true. There is a skip sore. I'm not gonna recommend it in a guide, because it's way easier than sore, but there is a skip sore in Shinryu. If you can push him to 45% before he does... You know the thing in normal mode where he dashes across the arena? If you mm -hmm. push him at 45% before he does it, you don't have to do it. Hmm. So you can literally skip Soar in Shinryu. But they did his mechanics really well. They're not really random either. They're like totally predictable and there's just like a few things where it's like one or the other. And it's very well paced. I think that's my biggest thing. Primal fights have been horribly paced until Susano and Lakshmi, and then they were just not that fun for fights. Right. So. I felt like in comparison to regular Shinryu, for the first time, I was actually paying attention, paying attention to the the wings. Yes. The wings and the colors. You know yeah, what? That's I, important. You, well, I, for me, colors. Fuck me, right? But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
for me, you know what I, I had to do? I had to take my aggro list and throw it smack dab next to my party list. Because that way you could see Shinryu, the left wing, and the right wing. And you could see when one's casting an ability. So you don't have to, mm -hmm. like... You go, you, otherwise, you have to read the chat. And it has to say, like, the left wing is ominous or the right wing is ominous. I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to look at the aggro list. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, they did... Everything is about that, that fight is smart. And I think that's the impressive thing for me. I'm afraid that we're going to go back to a fight that's less smart, like Susanna or Lakshmi, in, uh, mm -hmm. in three point, uh, for, sorry, 4.2. I hope we don't. But if they can keep designing primals like Shinryu then I'll be so much happier. They've proven so much that they've done wrong in the past that they can do right with fights like Shinryu. That being said, I did run into a few bugs. Actually, a lot of bugs in the Shinryu fight. You sure it's not working as intended? No, sure trust not, me. You sure it's not a feature? I am 100% positive it is not a feature. So we okay. had one bug where when we were going up, when we were doing the ascent, mm -hmm. someone got stuck in an infinite fall loop and so they couldn't do any of the mechanics, and then they died when they had to res them. And we have their, we have it clipped on Twitch because they were live streaming it. They couldn't, they mm. were, they were helpless. They couldn't do anything. We had one where the paladin covered somebody when we were getting knocked back. The on the person who was supposed to get knocked back didn't, which meant they were locked out from doing any mechanics. Because you have to get knocked back to go into the next phase. And the paladin got thrown twice as far and was thrown out of bounds of the arena and we couldn't res him. He was dead mid-air, unresable, out of range of the group. So we had two people that were basically removed from the encounter because of that one cover going into in the going into the second phase. Sounds like a feature. That does not sound like a feature, Sly. <laughs> I am, sounds like a I'm putting in a bug report. You're back so far that you're just out of the fucking fight forever. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like some Marvel shit. <laughs> that, and you know it was funny? Because then the person was alive on one platform, and we were all dead on the other, and all the ads are just chilling, but he had one ad with him on the other platform because he still got one of the mechanics, mm -hmm. and he's just running it in a circle, and at least we got to see what happens if all the ads are alive and you're leaving the ad phase, because uh, it is, uh, let's just say, I hope you like Dive Bombs, son. Oh, we love Dive Bombs here. You don't have to do them otherwise, but if you if your DPS is bad, you have to do dive bomb. You don't even have to do dive bombs. You're dead. Like that's the bottom line. They're just making sure that you're dead. Right. It was uh, it was it was great. I will say this: the last phase for Shinryu felt kind of underwhelming. Mm -hmm. Felt like they were like pull back a little bit. I was like, no, you shouldn't have done that. It just compared to the first. The first phase is over half the fight, and the last two phases just kind of. Rushed. Yeah, rushed. I mean, they're new because they're they're new to the original fight, but could have been better. I think if there's any weak point. So, kind of like what we see in you know 04 Savage, which it's a completely new fight, and rather than being you know a you know twenty percent kind of deal or whatever, um, this new part to it is isn't as long as the first half, half of the fight okay yeah i i don't i don't like when the second half is that short right it, especially if you're saying that and it's it's a i wouldn't say a new fight but a new addition to the fight then sure like make it lengthier don't get me wrong so here's the thing it's 40 percent of the fight approximately a little bit more because mm -hmm. it's closer to 45 percent because you can't hit him during the ad phase but what happens in it 
is very low impact, I feel. Mm -hmm. It'll murder your ass, but it just wasn't as exciting. It didn't take as long to figure out. Mm -hmm. Especially the very last... He he is basically a Zentetsuken-style mechanic, where you have to jump on his back, destroy one wing that's casting one ability, destroy the other wing casting the other, and then you have to jump off his back and kill him before he finishes casting the last ability. Oh, mini Deathwing. Well, sort of. The the Deathwing-style mechanic is actually very simple, where you have to get up on his tail and run. That's something completely different. But the very last one, basically, one wing casts Hellfire, the other one casts Judgment Bolt, and then he casts Tidal Wave. And you have to kill mm-hmm. the wing, you have to kill the right wing casting Hellfire first, then the left wing casting Judgment Bolt second. Those both deal damage to him, and he's got like 3% HP remaining. And then you have to kill mm-hmm. him before he finishes Tidal Wave, or it's white. And if any one of them finish the cast, it's a white. It was a different way to do an enrage, which I kind of appreciated. It was just an Tetsuken style, but it, it takes up over half of the last phase. That was why that last phase feels super normal, because half or over half of it is that, where it's just, there's no damage, nothing's happening, kill one wing, kill the other wing, kill him. That's it. There's nothing else. Healers, if you're not DPSing there, I won't forgive you. There's nothing else happening there. He's got a lot of health. Yeah. He's got the most health kinda, out of him. It kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like a a less strict um A8. No, because it's not like constant damage. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing. Like it was constant damage. It's just damage like it's all you... three Zantetsukins back to back, basically. Right. Is the best way I and can A8, think about it. And A8 was just him doing a spinner rooney and just you're you're taking damage, <laughs> but you still That's what it was. Yeah, you're um you're taking damage, but it's nothing really mechanic heavy. You were just fucking DPSing. That's, That's the thing. You're not even taking damage here, though. Yeah. I will, They did handle DPS and healing checks way better in this fight overall, though. There's a heart. I need to kill that heart every time it pops up. Tail every time it pops up. Gotta kill it. And then there's adds that can only be healed to death. You have to heal them from 1 HP to maximum HP to kill them. So... As someone who played WoW, not something unfamiliar to me, but not something we've really had in Final Fantasy XIV yet, so yeah. that was good. And and if you don't do that right, it's bad. <laughs> By the way, Red Mage, don't Vercure unless it's desperate. You shouldn't need to Vercure those ads. You should be able to stay on Shinryu. But if your healers suck, carry them. That's it. You've got that utility. Red Mage OP for that fight, man. Hmm. I'm saying. Uh, how far down did you get it in those two party finders? I'm in dust. It's not far. Okay, no, that's that's pretty far. There's only... You might only have one more ultimate attack after that, which is Aerial Blast, and then you're in phase two. It depends on how good your DPS is, but that's that's pretty far into the... That's almost the entire first phase. That's farther than you think it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think our um, my raid are, are planning to go in after we do resets for the week and everything. So once we do resets, we'll we'll go in. As we a, voted as... on this instead of resets. They, our, my raid was kind of like, well, we I don't mean, really we need do a, this. So yeah, yeah, we don't need this. We're all bis, so we don't really need this. I mean, that's we why we didn't go in. That's, that's why we didn't go in Alexander because we're like, I'm mean, sorry, not Alexander. Omega, I can still do this mm-hmm. after all these months. We're like, well, we don't need anything there either. So let's beat the new fight first. We're kind of all looking towards um, ultimate, ultimate at this at this point. Yeah. Don't forget about I'm bist I'm bist this week thanks to the twenty four man. Don't forget about any glazes or twines you need. Oh yeah, yeah. If you still need if you still need glazes and twines, make sure you trade those in. 
because uh, that's going to help if you're still not Biss for ultimate in a, in a couple of weeks. Overall, Shinryu, second favorite encounter for primals in the game. Just behind Thornton, just above Sephiroth. Because Sephiroth for me is a biggie. I loved Sephiroth. And Shinryu is just above that for me. Oh, having done the first part of the fight, do you think between 02 and 03? I think between 02 and 03 is accurate. I think I think Yoshida was actually dead on with that assessment. Dead on with it, yeah. 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 Yeah, because 01 02, that yeah, this is this feels way harder than something that would go between 01 and 02. So yeah. Yeah, I think he was right. I think this is one of the I'm impressed that he actually I feel like he's accurate for once. I feel like he's always way off on on gauging difficulty. Whoever one of the devs said they thought it was easier than 02 back in that interview and I was like no. No. no, that guy didn't design this fight. Right? No, or he did, and that's why he thinks it's easier. And he didn't design O2. So, do you think um, Primal's going forward will kind of fill in the gap between like maybe O three O four? I think the odd numbered ones always should. I mean, your the item level wise, they always have the odd numbered ones, mm -hmm. where the even numbered ones are like an alternative to a crafted weapon, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even, but by, by that point, I said I say O three O four. By that point. You mean, like, you mean, yeah. oh, you mean two and three, not three and four. Like, you know, like well, it, six and seven and ten and eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Yeah, I feel like for odd number, I feel like Shinryu wasn't, I, he didn't feel Thornton to me. Like, I didn't feel like he was, like, so far above difficulty of, like, every other primal in the game. Like, mm. he was way above Susano and Lakshmi, but that's, they were overly easy. Like, Bismarck, Ravana levels of easy. So, not comparing them. Um, for the rest, I feel like he wasn't so far out of reach of something they could just do for every odd-numbered primal. Engaging, fun, but not insane. Doable. Right. So I hope that they continue with that on odd-numbered patches. The even-numbered ones, it doesn't, it's not the same for me, because I'm not really focused on them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like them to still be around that, but you can't really put them between difficulties that well, because it's a new item-level cap, so... Um, it's a bit tough to do, especially for Shinryu also, because most people have already been gathering item-level for weeks and weeks, so it's hard. I, I couldn't really put into words how they could do it accurately, but this was way better. I hope they continue stuff like this. Now, okay, so we've hit kind of the major points of the content, but now let's, I want to talk about maps. <laughs> Sly, you're a mapper, aren't you? We haven't done them in a while. Well, I mean, they haven't been worth doing in a while yeah. actually did yeah. you know dragon skins are like way worth doing now and nobody does them oh no we we knew that i just haven't like i have a a fuck ton of dragon skins but dude the trees on gilgamesh are over one mil now or like near one mil like i want to do dragon skins honestly once hidden canals dives down i want to do yeah. dragon skins again man that's money so, so about these hidden canals now. okay you you've done you've done maps today I think I'm going to set Friday as our map day, our FC map day, to kind of go in. Um, what did you see? Um, okay, so first of all, I had to do Lost Canals. I was of the course. only one who got any Thieves maps. You have to get a Thief map from within the Lost Canals to enter the Hidden Canals. So it's maps on maps. It's Mapception. I got really lucky on my, on my Gazelle skin today. In the Lost mm -hmm. Canals, I got to the seventh floor on my first map. Okay. I only did two maps that were gazelle skins today, so it's a 50-50. I got to the seventh floor. I got a Thieves map on the sixth floor. Mm -hmm. And on the seventh floor. They are stackable. 
They're they're not unique. They're untradeable, but they're not unique. So if you get more than one, you can wait, you can hold more than one, um, like unhidden maps are. I also got a new item in the Lost Canals called a Thavnarian Wool. I sold it for five mil. It's got two Damazus I'm selling for over 200k as well, but Thavnarian Wool, five mil. Sold. I didn't just put it up. It sold. I probably could have put it up for 10, to be honest. So I've lost out on money. And then we went into the hidden canals. So this is where the questions begin. Sly, what are your... What, so what do you want to know about the hidden canals? What's the gist of the hidden It's exactly the same. <laughs> but there's three doors and one additional... Uh, one additional random occurrence. So, I got to the third floor of Hidden Canals, didn't get any further. The mobs have more health and hit harder. In fact, the item level sync is for item level 340. So we can't four-man this shit, I would Sorry. not recommend four-manning the Hidden Canals of Uznet. I would highly advise you even, not. Even with a, you know, BIS group, like, the, like four... I would consider... Raiders... I wouldn't even take a chance with just one tank or one healer. I would run, like, two tanks, two healers. For, you don't want to fuck around on those later floors, especially from what I've seen. Okay. The earlier floors are easy, even with the increased numbers. They're still very similar uh, enemy makeups, mm -hmm. but they are they are clearly stronger. That being said, the real shit doesn't go on to later, where shit starts to absolutely wreck you if you're not, like, closer to 340. The only other thing that was new was mm -hmm. the double up mechanic, which I never got to see. Hmm. So you know how like when you're going through lost canals, sometimes you get the the Namazu sticky fingers or sticky whiskers. I call them sticky dicks. Um, you got the Abrahamus that drop the materia, and sometimes it tells you what door to go in. There's a there's a fourth one where when you open the chest, you sometimes get the option to double or nothing, where it's just a game of high low. Where you have to guess, you know, is this card going to be higher or lower than the other card, pretty much. And you can do that up to five times. I never got that occurrence. So it's not something that will happen every time you go in. Maybe it's automatic on the later floors. On the earlier floors, I didn't see it at all. That being said, I got a new wool called the Hainish Wool. Sold that for five mil. <laughs> I got a new Orchestrian Roll. Sold that for three mil. So I made 13 mil today. Oh, and the first chest drops 10k, and the final chest drops 500k. As opposed to, like, 3k and 100k, it's 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 10k up to 500k. So, worth it again. Pretty damn worth, because we did it for three hours and never saw another Thief's map after the two I got. We got a lot of Gazelle Sinkins to work with, but yeah. my luck with getting two... Lost Canals. You, I'm not even going to get to the Hidden Canals if I can't even get the fucking Lost Canal. But that that gives... I want to ask you something. Do you think Hidden Canals... There's a fine line between something being rare enough to be worth doing and so mm -hmm. rare that it's not worth doing. Based on what I'm telling you, which is obviously complete RNG. We could have been okay. luckier. We could have been unluckier. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that the Hidden Canals are too rare or just rare enough to warrant long-term use of the content because lost canals ended up being so common that a lot of the loot dropped to super low prices really fast now the materia is not really worth much anymore that's more so that's more true than it was before so do you think that the hidden canals being that rare is right 
Or do you think that they're maybe a little tad bit over, considering you can still make it to the seventh floor a second time? I think it's in a good place right now, especially the way you described it. Um, I don't think that'll be the. I don't think that'll be the um, the case. Maybe about a month or so from now, because I think they'll increase the rate at which you get the hidden canals. I think that'll be something they look into doing, and then by that time. Prices will have dropped on everything that you could possibly get in hidden canals because the people who got it, you know, well, it depends on how many people actually like do maps actually get fuck shit. But even still, I th- I still think that the prices from the stuff that you get from hidden canals will take a real, really, really big hit by that time. Will it be out. so big a hit that you end up just not caring about hidden canals? That's the question. Eventually, yeah. I don't know. I felt like it was so rare that. I could see, like, here's the thing. If it stays that rare, I would mm-hmm. rather split the gill from an item sold between everyone than, than the map owner keep it. Because because we're at that point. I think that's why, honestly, while well, we stopped doing maps in, to begin with right now, we're at, we were at the point where, you know, actually making a day to do maps wasn't really worth it for what you get because the prices would drop. Exactly. If, I, if it stays this rare and it's... Because you not only do you have to find the hidden canals you have to Mm -hmm. get in there you have to get lucky enough to make it past the first few floors which you now have an even lower chance of making it through you have to Mm -hmm. either pray for the double or nothing or pray for awesome loot and then you still have to actually fucking get seven other people together to do this Mm -hmm. if that remains with all those variables i i don't know i feel like as long as people are buying i'm selling and I've, I feel like it's going to be more like, hey, instead of winner take all, we're all here in the Hidden Canals together. Let's sell the items and then split it between everybody. It's a pain in the ass, but I've done it. I did it in Final Fantasy XI. I could do it here. So I'm, I'm waiting. I don't really know what to take of it next, but I had a fun time. I always love maps. It's one of my favorite things to do between patches. So I thought it was great fun but i was equally as frustrated after two and a half three hours i'd only seen the two thieves luckily they were mine so fuck fuck me right i got lucky because i got to keep all that gill and i don't need it for anything because i didn't buy a fucking house so what does it (laughs) happy what do you need that gill for crafted gear in 4.2 what about the material don't need gill for materia anymore (laughs) i don't think i'll ever need gill for materia ever again (laughs) Do you have stuff you need to retrieve? No, not yet, but I still wanted to check prices. I kept crafted gear from three from 4.0 until we could retrieve the materia, and then I converted it. Hmm. And I fucking shattered like half of them. Assholes. They know. They know. By the time 4.2 rolls around, dude, I'm going to have, like, 300 crack clusters. It won't matter. I've, I'm sitting on, like, 90 crack clusters again. I'll be good. How many How many crystals? I, I got two crystals from Wondrous Tales uh, yeah, last week. Another week. Yeah. Uh, so, those two. I don't think I've ever had crack crystals before last week. I don't think I've So, so you're, not, you're not holding on to the crystals? Like, I mean, in all the weeks that we've done Wondrous Tales, you, you've only gotten two? I skip Wondrous Tales almost every fucking week. I'm like I can't be asked. I can't be asked to check the rewards every week to see if it's if it's something I if I care about. Right. I can't ask. I can't. I can't. I can't do it, man. Half the time it's like, all right, 
Fuck it. I don't care. Um, so then what, what else is there? Uh, we don't want to talk about the main scenario. I've heard Hildebrand is a good setup, but obviously it's like 10 minutes. I've heard there's... I've heard it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like really short and it's not Hildebrand. Well, I didn't hear that. I heard it's, it's Hildebrand. I've heard, I've heard play, pay close attention to the teasers for 4.2. It's what I've heard. There should be someone you immediately recognize, technically. Uh, so, where, where was I going to go? Okay, okay. so then we have everything else in between for 4.1. Obviously, Ultimate's in two weeks. We have Rival Wings, 4.15. Yes. I have a bunch of mini goals in that time. Sly? Okay. I want this goddamn Corpaker mount, which is not how you pronounce it, but I like to call it the Corpaker. Get the Corpaker with the dare, bear, 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 you know? <laughs> Corpaker mount is 750k MGP. I'm sitting on 300k. So I'm about to hit up Gold Saucer again. I don't know about you. I'm about to hit up the Gold Saucer again. I uh, just do my mini and... I, I stopped doing it for like seven months. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I'm still at the point of saving for fucking Finrear, but at this point I'm like, well, you know just what? Just go recruit it's a bunch a of people. Get a red one. It's smaller. It's not the size, mate. It's how you use it. I'm just Anyway, uh, so there's that. I'm I'm going to work on the Corpacre mount, but there's a lot of things that are little in the patch notes that we didn't really talk about. I haven't messed with my UI at all yet. I don't know about you. I haven't fucked with the UI at all. But they removed the cap on the job potions. They did. It's gone. You can buy as many as you want now. They did it. Go, Guys, go buy them. Fuck it. 25 bucks. Go. Fund my next patch, please. Fun that fun those servers for housing, guys. Still restrictions on Red Mage and Samurai, obviously. Yeah. yeah. That being said, you could get all the other jobs perfectly fine, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. Go go so, buy hey, that level server. one that level one rogue I have, yeah. About that. There you go. Yeah. You can buy and for any alts you want and all the characters you want. There's even ones for retainers now. I'm sorry, what? There's retainer job skip potions. Or level skip potions for your retainers. Up to sixty. Uh, does anyone know what level the the retain the? I think they. I think it's sixty. Yeah, because I think it's the same as the old ones where it just takes you to sixty mm. and you got to do the rest of the way. That would actually be good. Is it sixty? Does anyone know? I, I haven't used them. I just know they're there. Anyone? Job retain retainer potions. Retainer potions. Somebody mm. source. Mm. Man, we got chat for that, please. One of nobody's bought them. Is the problem? <laughs> Nobody. <Yeah. has> <laughs> Yeah, about these pots, um, not doing so hot, I hear. No, yeah, they said that they they way undersold them. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, we sold way less than we thought we were gonna. And then they didn't make any mention of them being removed until the full patch notes, which surprised the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. They're level 60. Okay, yeah, so they do take your retainer to level 60. I do, I'm considering it, man. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Because that right now I have two retainers, one's like still leveling and in the process of leveling. Just, just the other think, I haven't even bothered. Just think of it this way, Sly. You can pay an extra twelve dollars a month to get six extra retainers, and then you can buy the jump potion for all six of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's they're genius! Think of all the potions you could buy. 
They knew. They mathed it out. And they were like, now they could buy it for every... Oh, we're going to make millions. And then they're going to buy Fantasia's for no reason. They just do it all the time. I'm, I, I'm, I'm serious. I, I don't give a shit about the other ones, the retainer ones. For me, that's undoable, man. <laughs> I don't want to touch those guys. I got to check to see what the exact rules are on the potion, but I got to... I'm considering it. I wonder if you can gift potions then now. If they're completely unlimited, I'd imagine they have to be giftable now. Probably not, I don't think. I don't think they're yeah. smart enough to do it. Mm. But they really, really should, I feel. Gift as in gift through, like, email or gift through, like, trade? Well, you, like, you know how you can buy something and select gift, and then you can yeah. send the person a code as opposed mm -hmm. to it registering your account? I would like to be able to do that, send it to people. Fuck it. Why not, right? Um, so there's that. There's also the squadrons. So this is a, something I haven't done yet. And, you know, again, I haven't touched my squadron in ages. Sounds horrible. Um, Giggity. Yeah. So, how smart were your squadron? So the squadrons are fucking stupid at first. <laughs> you know what your squadron's doing? Your squadrons, so your tank will like bring the adds to the healer and cleave the healer. I'm not kidding. Keep going. If you do Wanderer's Palace, if you don't command them properly, they'll just go and they'll, oh wow, big Tonberry. Oh, we should go kill that, right? Yeah, it's right there. No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then you have the simple things like if somebody dies, the healer will res that person instead of healing the alive people, and they'll slow res them too. <laughs> they'll like goad you. They won't. They won't insta cast. Like, they won't. Um, no, no. They they won't. They won't. They'll goad you at full TP. Like they don't give a shit. They'll just do whatever the fuck they want to do. You got to make sure you got that disengage and that engage button like ready. And the squadron limit break is amazing. But it's also a dangerous tool because it's way bigger than the... I'll be like, oh, we're fighting these mobs right here. That's Oh my god, everything's on its way. So don't do it if you're trying not to pull other mobs. The tank will try to pick up every ad in Halatali. Also, imagine the tank running to every single ad that spawns on the first boss of Halatali. All those, all those little fires. Do. No one picks up... You can't even pick up ads in Halatali. You skip that shit. The ads that they pull, but there's, they're not. They're ads in the boss. You don't. They don't auto attack. They just run. Oh, to you're the talking middle. about those. Yeah, the, the ads that just run to the middle of the room. Oh, or the tank trying to pick up every small Tonberry in Wanderer's Palace on the final boss. You know the ones that just run to the boss instead of just you know burning. Instead that, of that's just yeah, that's just a human element. Like we're like. That's a human element. But of the Justin. tank no, normally no. doesn't move the boss. The tank doesn't go attack those little tonberries and wander spots. You let the DPS do that. The tank will run to every little tonberry on the fucking earth. Yeah. So they're dumb as dicks at first. They get smarter though. How so? Uh, as so as you do the content with them more, they uh, they're OP as shit. So even though they're dumb, they're OP as shit. And so, think, they just get smarter. Could, do you think we um, need more AI commands rather than engage? Uh, engage, disengage works 
uh, pretty well because disengage turns into reengage. So like if you're making them disengage from one target, they'll and you reengage, they'll just go immediately back mm -hmm. to that target, so you don't have to do a different one. Um, they they get smarter though. They start doing less dumb things as you set them to specific roles. They're still not perfect, but they're better. And the thing is, I find that entertaining. Like, if I'm going to do squadron stuff, I want it to be dumb and sh dumb and shit like that, because that keeps it interesting. If they were super fucking smart, and I was just plowing through dungeons, it'd be no different than me doing normal dungeons. And I don't give a shit. I don't care about that. But isn't that what we want? We want intelligent fucking AI. I, I'm glad they get smarter, but if they were just that smart from the get-go, and there was no, like... They're just, like, super smart right from the get-go. It'd be like, all right, whatever. I'm just fucking running dungeons with my squadron so I can get this goddamn emote. Which, by the way, there's also new emotes for 40,000 Grand Company Seals piece. And I think Square Enix has officially added the most worthless item to Grand Company Seals. This. An Etherite ticket. That's 2,000 Grand Company Seals. For And now, the most expensive a teleport gets is 1,000 guilt. A normal Etherite ticket is five Allied or Centurio seals. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. That's it. I don't get it. Why even put that item in the game? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm just going to pay for my teleport. <laughs> Dude, I have 1,500 free teleports. Get on my level. <laughs> oh yeah, you're paying all that extra that extra Grand Company seals because it takes you directly to the Grand Company. Oh shit. That extra like eight seconds of running that you used to have to do. There you go. That's it. Um Oh, you could buy glamour prisms with Grand Company seals now. So that market's destroyed. Yeah. Thank God, because I like I mean, I'm done with my glamour for now. But having to go to the market board find somebody yeah, it, it was just fucking useless. So, do you think they'll remove that from the... Well, no, they won't. Well, it's still going to be a market, but it's not going to be a. Well, the reason market. why they tried to shit on that market is because you can glamour at level 15 now. 1-5. Yeah. So, it's a free... You could do it in the free trial now. You can glamour your characters. They, they couldn't have it be something that was, like, a crazy expensive market for shit that free trial players are expected to experience. Mm -hmm. But it's like mega. T it basically, if you were making money off, you're not making money off that. No. It's 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 impossible no. now. I don't even know of anybody who was making money off of that market. A lot of people, a lot of people made money off of that. I know it seems ridiculous, but it was a popular market for some people. <laughs> so I just maybe, I love maybe I not on my server because I didn't like I didn't notice it. But I I usually just get. I have to buy one or two fucking prisms just to glamour my shit, and now my shit's completely glamoured the way I want it, but... And you can also glam that squadron, though. Yeah, there's gonna be a, um, a mini retainer to me. That's it. Dude, you can't store the items on them. You just glam it to them. You cast a prism. You use the prisms to cast the glam on them. They don't. They don't hold any of your items. So they don't. So all the useless shit that you have, like you, is still useless shit. <laughs> Trade it for Grand Company seals to buy glamour prisms. 
So anything else about the patch? <laughs> Sly, come on. I like all these little things. I have a lot of fun with all these little things. The jump puzzles, the squadrons, the maps. I haven't even done the dungeon yet. You gotta, have, you gotta enjoy but the you little have, things, Sly. Have you done the beast run? Yes. Have you? I was beginning to, but I got my uh, cue for Drown City Escala, and I had to click out of three of like like no, not even three. There were like eighteen cutscenes that were getting in the way of my fucking cue for Scala. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm gonna miss all this lore. Um, but yeah, I started. I was starting the Cogens, and then I got Scala and completely forgot about it. So, so you didn't you didn't grab the quest before the daily reset? I grabbed the quest. Okay, I, like. Beast tri- Coach and Beast Tribes are available to me. Okay, yeah, because that was the number one thing. This is for any patch going forward, guys. The Beast Tribes dailies don't reset till the daily reset time, which is, depending on daylight saving, 7 or 8 a.m. Pacific. Or for you, it would be 10 or 11. Right now, it's 11 a.m. EST, 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 8 a.m. Pacific. If you grab those daily Beast Tribes before the daily reset, you can, on the first day, do two sets of dailies for them. And double dip. And then tomorrow, I rank up with them. So I get to do two sets again. So, worth worth mentioning that. Also, they're worth a lot of EXP, dude. A lot. 600k at level 61 for like 8 minutes of my time. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. And that's for the shittiest quests. You know, as the quests get better, it gets worth more and more EXP. Right. Dude, leveling is just gonna just painless at this point. And I don't need yep. to dungeons. It's amazing. I'm still gonna dungeon. I'm not. Fuck it. I've done too many at this point. I've just I've done too many. I can't. I can't keep doing it. <laughs> I can't can't keep running. Yeah, your 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 uh new way of leveling is going to be alliance, of course. I Dude, that, can't, no, I, that right. I can't I mean it's worth it when you when you look at the XP it's worth it, but the time investment Oh no. It's so good. Yeah, I just can't wait to get to the higher tier quests to see how much EXP those are worth. Um, what was the other th- there's something else in the patch that I wanted to ask you about. And it's slipping my mind right now. Hmm. I just had it on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Recipes for No, the recipes I don't give a shit about. Mm, no, we did about housing. We talked about how. What was it? Maybe the email will remind. <laughs> yeah, look at the email. Housing in the email. That's that's what it talks about. In email. Now, there's something. It's it's slipping my mind, and I don't for the life of me remember what it was. No, we. I we. I haven't messed around with the UI. I think the slide said you hadn't messed around with it much either. No, no, we yeah, haven't messed around I mean... with the UI all too much. Oh, I was gonna transition that into the currency tab. The venture tokens being moved in, the new beast tribe tokens being moved. Oh my god, the extra space! Oh, how are those? Uh, how's that Nastron treating you? By the way, that's another thing. I'm hearing people like- complain that it doesn't line up with Blood for Blood every time anymore. That is the worst argument I can hear from dragoons. It's not going to line up with Blood for Blood. Okay. Doesn't it line up with every trick attack now, though? Doesn't Nastron line up with every trick attack? 
that's the thing. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know Dragoon timing, so I can't comment on it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like fucks with it's, battle. It's a, it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous freaking argument. Um, I've heard it. You know, it's not going to line up with Blood for Blood. Yeah, but it's going to line up tricking. It's going to line up with every, it's, see, everything. I feel like, I feel every like this, buff that you really need. I feel like this only with. makes sense. Like the Nastron thing. It feels a lot better if you're in a raid group where everyone is already lining up debuffs. I can understand mm -hmm. if somebody is in a raid, is in pugs or raid groups that have no intention of lining anything up for anybody. Right. And even then, it's still kind of, eh, just whatever. You just do everything on cooldown. That's it. But the way it is, like, you'll get to the point where every other Nastron is with Blood for Blood. So even still, you'll have Line it up with blood. my brotherhood. What is, how often do you get Nastron now? Like, what is the actual time between? I don't, I, because I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't hit a dummy to, like, I would want to time myself on a dummy to EPC. Um, because it should line up with Trick Attack and Bolden. I don't know about Brotherhood as a monk, so I couldn't mm -hmm. comment on that. Uh, I don't know about your pots. I don't know about anything else, pretty much. That was the other thing. The crafting turn-ins. The deliverables. Sly. I'm in heaven with those deliverables. I don't have to sit there and do leave quests for four hours to get 60 to 70. I can spend four weeks doing crafting deliverables now to get, like, two levels. How long did it take me to get Oh my gosh, Probably about four hours each is what I'm waiting, depending on yeah. leave quests. Two now, over the rest probably. of the expansion, every week I can be like, oh, dude, I'm leveling my crafters. Great. They even gave us six more allowances, so you could do both Zloe and Monago's quests every week. Mm. And yellow scripts are more worthwhile now. Everything's better. Y'all do Monago for yellow scripts. That's going to be the only thing. Um, Zloe's, I mean, yeah, I don't really give a shit about, I mean, it's, from a leveling standpoint, I don't care, because all 70 crafters, how you doing? Um, but yeah, it's good, it's good. And make Giloff red script, like, everything's just better! 4.1 surprised me in a lot of little ways, even with, even before Ultimate and Rival Wings, which I really want both of them right now, and the fact that we won't have Eureka... I was happy with a lot. I have a lot of micro goals now that I didn't have before. Between achievements and uh, between achievements and the MGP and all that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I have a lot of micro goals in 4.1, even if the relic isn't one of them. Right. Now, Chad asked the real question. 3.1 or yeah. 4.1? <laughs> and I was about to get to that question, too. So, yeah. Um, 4.1 for me, hands down. 3.1's like not a patch. 3.1's a mistake. Thornton was what got what they did right, and everything else was wrong. <laughs> it sounds brutal, but it's, but it's true. The truth. It's the truth. It's uh, very true. The main and only, I think, downside to 4.1 was housing. I mean, it was good for me <laughs> because we got our house. Thanks, Mal. But, yeah, that's that's the only downside. L.O.V. Diadem... I don't even remember what Dungeons 3.1 had. Like, that's how bad it is. Man, right, I don't know. I don't know what they were. I had no fucking idea what the dungeons even were. Like, that's how bad it is at this point for 3.1. I don't remember shit. And I remember, like, every other main patch except 3.1. That means I actually have to go look at it. You gotta go look. You gotta go look. 
<laughs> you gotta go look. It was Pharaoh's hard mode. Wow. And the Arboretum. Yeah. And then, um... Um... No, those are, that's it. And then Dungeons. the 24 man. The 24 man, yeah. Oh, you mean the, the dank arc? The easiest 24 yeah. man out of all of them? Yeah. <sighs> Easily the worst 24 man. Yeah. It was, uh... Thornton was my mm -hmm. only winner in 3.1. The animal weapon, great first fucking step we had in 3.15 there. Great! I'm glad I got to skip the first step and then do the bullshit second step that everybody hated over every other step imaginable. Oh, and Vanu dailies, which I didn't do till 3.4. <laughs> so, what does it fucking matter? Yeah, I'll take 4.1 over 3.1 any day, even without Eureka, and even with one less dungeon. I'll take Hidden Canals over Diadem, and I'll take anything over Lords of Verminion. So, yeah. although Voidark's great in the roulette now, as chat's pointing out. Easiest one. Two million, four million EXP. Done. We Gucci, boys. We Gucci. Yeah. Alright, so, 4.1, good times. Next week is spoiler cast. That's honestly one of the biggest things I want to talk about, but we can't this week. Even though I didn't finish the main I'm scenario, glad. I'm glad I'm I didn't. I'm so glad it's in a week instead of fucking two weeks. It's like, do. we gotta do it, man. Yeah, got, got to do it. Yeah. Um, luck. I don't know about A Zivia because the week after that is ultimate. I still don't know what my day one plans are for ultimate. To be honest, Sly. Because I don't. I'm not like you. I don't have like a group that's like going in on alarm clock or or on the first day. Because like we don't even know if we're alarm clocking. I don't think we're alarm clocking. Mm. Well, for me, it's because people in my group have main raid groups. Where this is all like mm -hmm. secondary raid groups for a lot of them. Yeah. And so they're focusing on their primary ones, and then. We'll worry about the secondary one after. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a primary one for ultimate wake up, and then eventually go and do it with this this group that I run with in every morning. So that's that's uh that's that's what I'm. No, I would not take Blitzball over Lords of Verminion. Fuck that shit. That's the one thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just mm -hmm. a chat called me out on it, so I had to I had to respond. Okay. Fuck that. Fuck it, slides. Don't give me that. Don't don't give me that look. Don't 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 give me that look. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, overall, though, super excited. I'm looking forward to logging in tomorrow. Something I haven't said in a few. <laughs> Something I haven't said in a while. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, oh yeah, great. Tomorrow I'll work on this and then and then tomorrow it's like, oh, I get to work on this and that. I get to go to the house that Elysium got to relocate to. Yeah, we gotta work on our strip club. You know that on plot 30 and 60, you can get onto the roof super easy? It's really nice. Right behind the house, there's uh, there's a little hill, and you can just jump onto your roof. Dep I think it depends on what roof you have. It's by the um, the hot spring? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, added yeah, added got, value. We got, a, we got a mansion, so... Yeah. I mean, I'd hope you bought plot 30 slash 60 and you have a mansion, because if not... You know, fucked up. You know, fucked up. All right, so I, I got a Shinryu Extreme Guide to work on. So I think we can wrap up the mm. show and go on into a, a short post show and then uh, and then call it a week. Sly? Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. We haven't had a show just me and you in a while. I like these. I like these intimate times. These intimate times? Me too, Sly. Mm. Me too. Mm. Especially after the, the weekly meme that's on Twitter. I feel like that's quite intimate. 
Go thanks, look at that. Thanks again, way. Wolf. Thanks, Wolf. Thanks again, Wolf. There you go. Um, so, Sly, as per our usual uh, per week, why don't you tell the ladies and gentlemen where they can find you at? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Velvet Room. You can find us in Plot 60, Ward 2 of Shiragane. I was about to say the lavender beds. Can't say that anymore. We've moved. We have a bigger house. You can join us. Strip club's not ready. We, we don't have that shit ready yet. It, like, it's like downstairs is like mini storage. So it'll be ready in a few weeks or a few days, depending on decoration. But other than that, yeah. Um, happy work. Can they find you? You can find me, Mr. Happy127, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And by the way, if you're going to TwitchCon, in a week and a half. Both Sly and I will be there. I didn't actually know Sly was going until about two hours ago. So uh, be sure to go there. For me in particular, we have a meet and greet at Sunday at 1230 in the meet and greet area. Even uh, Inoki will be there. You guys know Inoki. She's another Final Fantasy streamer, content creator. Um, and I'm even going to I'm gonna be giving these away as well as some other things. These are Kappa cards. Sly, I'll show them to you too. These are my Kappa cards. And these are just things they give Twitch broadcasters sometimes because they look cool and they have cool art. So be there and say hi to us and I'll know I'll be telling people where I am all the time. Sly, will you be, you'll be telling people where you are all the time? Yeah. Grab, grabbing a beer, grabbing some food. It's going to be a good beer. time. Beer. beer. Yeah, no, yeah. One's, no one's surprised at that, Sly. No one's surprised at that. Um, so before we wrap up for the week, one last little thing. Uh, we got to shout out our sponsors for the week. We have a few more. This week, so let me grab the list right here. I'm pretty sure I have all the names on the list right here. I'll take another look over real quick. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we've started allowing Patreon people to sponsor the shows. Uh, basically, uh, they help counter the fact that every pretty much every Stay the Wrong gets demonetized on YouTube at this point. Because we talk about Dick Chariots every week. It just happens. It's, can't, it's happening right now. It's been five weeks in a row. It's just because we say the word fuck. Yeah, that too. And storm blood, the word blood, everything. It's all wrong, pretty much. So uh, to help counter that, people have started sponsoring over on Patreon. Uh, we've been, I've been sending them mugs and stickers and stuff like that on a month-to-month -month basis with new mugs and stickers every few months and whatnot. So we have a few new sponsors this week, so let's go through the list for our standard sponsors. We have Sour Cream and Chives, which, by the way, I love on a potato. Not on a Lollafell, an actual potato. Sour Cream and Chives from Jan... It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, Elisan Lior from Balmung. We have Valestra of Fanfrit, Renoa Chikara, Kira Ryoshi, Ignis Bergen from Diablos, Goisha Valfer of Siren, Jean Francois. We have The Macho Lewis, Hirsch versus Fairy, Phoenix Down for Company on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. On the elite tier of sponsors, we have Private Mikey, Aqua Sacrifice, Obai Jalsamsi, Spike, Rudy Rudiger, Nadia and Kurosame, Kuch Cross of the Genova server, Ahmed Kurnai, Oni Abdullah, Ten Colossus, Killer Hackman, Raul Jr., Darklight2013, Arthur Ramil Gaming, and Kiltastic jones if i missed your name or if you're someone who is sponsoring for the tiers that uh are sponsors for state of the realm be sure to send me a message over on patreon so i can add your name to the list because uh it takes a while to get all this stuff uh to get all this stuff down properly and the list has been growing every week so thank you everyone for supporting we'll probably do some more fun stuff let's host of the realm was largely mm -hmm. thanks to patreon sponsors and stuff like that so we'd like to do some additional events for you guys sly and i are gentlemen I believe. Are you a gentleman? I'm a gentleman. Sometimes. No? A bit country. A bit country? Yeah, I guess that's understand. Alright, on that note, though, we're going to move on into a post-show. Uh, Sly, are you streaming after this? 
Yes, I do have reset and Shinryu, so yes. There you go. So Sly's going to be streaming right after Posha. We'll keep it short for you. That way you can hop right into that, since I know your team's probably waiting on you. Uh, no, no, we all right, fine. We can just hang out for a few minutes. Thank you for everyone yeah, for watching this week. We'll see you next week, where Ethis will be joining us to talk about the lore for Patch 4.1. We'll see you then. And until then, take care. See you next week.